The Approaching the Natural podcast with Sid Garza-Hillman. Sid is the author of Approaching the Natural, a Health Manifesto, a certified nutritionist, health coach, and programs director at the Stanford Inns Wellness Center on the Mendocino coast of California. Hello, small steppers. Sid Garza-Hillman here with my podcast, my weekly show, where I bring to you conversations, sometimes with people, sometimes just with myself, and that you are privy to. Uh, Mostly conversations about living better in the modern world, how to eke out the happiest, healthiest life you can, and and tools to do that. And uh, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, this is a solutions-based podcast. Yes, I talk about ideas, and and yes, mostly this is a philosophy, kind of an approach-oriented type podcast, but I do get into the nitty-gritty of, okay, well, now what, what do we do? So I try to strike a decent balance of those two things with to be honest, a little more weight to the ideas. I think that's what's missing. I think there's a ton of stuff in the marketplace, which is about, you know, the the diets and the vitamins and minerals and this amount of calories and protein and fat and all these kinds of minutia. And that's there and it's amazing, except for when it makes your head explode. But short of that, it's great. But what's missing are is the background, the, the philosophy, the ethic, the ideas behind this. I think we need more time to ourselves to consider, to just think about the lives we want to live. That, that, that I want to establish first before you ever, ever open a diet book ever again. I want to talk about the ideas. I want to talk about the life that you want to live. I want to talk about for you, what you decide, not, not how, what I think you should do. I don't have an opinion about that. I want you to think about what you want to do, how you want to live. And I come here each week to talk about that. And most overwhelmingly of my episodes are just me talking about those ideas and ways to implement the things that you want in your life, be they weight loss and exercise and all those kinds of things. It's all good, right? But it's the ideas first. It's that backdrop first. Okay. This week is a little bit different. And so, and, and, and sometimes I scatter in interviews and, and, and this episode is a little like a in-betweener. And here's what I mean. If For those of you who have been listening to my podcast longer than usual, you might hearken back to episode 100. Now, for, for many of you who've come to this podcast and to me after episode 100, you know, only the recent 50 are on iTunes. So some of you may have not have heard that, that episode. I, I, I do urge you to go back and listen to old episodes. And you can do that in my, on my website, sidgarzahillman.com. You can listen to episode one and just beyond the whole deal, right? Um, and I and I do recommend you do that. Um, but episode 100. Well, let me let me just get some super quick announcements out of the way. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to jump back in to to say my you know so longs and everything like that. So in the meantime, SidGarzaHillman.com. It's where you can donate to this podcast, which has been huge. You guys, thank you so much for those of you who have who've thrown sometimes. I'm not kidding. A couple bucks a month, like it's incredible. This is great. And, and whatever you can give, I'll take it. I need it. It's fantastic. It helps me come here every week to deliver what I hope is of use to you. And from the emails I get, I believe that to be true unless you're just lying to me, in which case, keep lying. It totally works. Okay. I also work at the Stanford Inn. I head up their wellness center. That's stanfordinn.com. There's amazing retreats, all sorts of cool stuff. I co-created a, an incredible meal plan with Matt Frazier, the No Meat Athlete, called Health Made Simple. You can check that out if you want to get deeper into the nitty-gritty of food because you know as a certified nutritionist, I often talk about, except for I don't often talk about food here, again, because it's the idea. So if you want to sort of get into a meal plan thing that's still well within my ethic of, of self-care and small steps, nomeatathlete.com slash meal-plan-system. Okay, I'm kind of whipping through these. Marshall, Texas, boom, March 31st. New York City, May 21st. Triangle Veg Fest in Durham, North Carolina, August in August 26th and 27th. There's, that, those are the places I'll be coming up. All right, you guys? Okay, um, I'm going to jump back in at the end. So let's get into this particular episode. Episode 100, my buddy Scott had an idea and he said, what if you featured actual listeners telling their experiences with small stepping? And I said, that's a fantastic idea. So way back when, and this is you know episode 178, and I do it every week. I have not ever missed a week in 178 episodes. Um, so 78 weeks ago, 
I did. I gathered a small group of people who had been emailing me and, and just, you know, and said, hey, who, who, you know, would you guys be open to being on? And I think I got a 100% response rate, which is kind of cool. And um, they said, yeah. And so the first four or five people I emailed said, good. And I did that. Well, for whatever reason, and that was to celebrate episode 100. And, and, and it was, you know, I couldn't believe that I had been doing it for 100 weeks already. Well, here I'm at 178. Is this the least like romantic number yeah yeah it's i'm not like finally 178 it's an even number it's just i don't know why it's just the emails i'm getting the 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 messages the notes the just like the feedback is incredible and i just had the thought i was like you know what i'm getting all this good stuff and i want it's time and for no reason. I mean, I don't. I didn't have to wait till 200. It's like, no, this is happening right now. So I did. Again, shot out a series of emails to people. If you have emailed me and you think you'd be great on this, don't take it personally. I just literally chose the first four or five that were in my inbox and just emailed them and said, whoever can do it, great. If somebody can, I'll go down to the list. It's like alphabetical or whatever. I don't even know what it is. So it just happened to happen this way. Okay? Anyhow. I ask people, and there's not like a cell, like dead, 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 testimonials. This is, I want you guys to hear, and I got such good feedback after episode 100 that this is why I want to do it again. I got, I want you to hear from people who are doing this. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to give anything away. Listen to it, but, but you're going to hear through lines and it just, it just brings it home. What I say here all the time, which is that we're in this together. We are a, a species that is more the same than we are ever different. And what you're going to hear from people who are all in doing different jobs and all living in different places, we all, including me, have the same struggle. We're all dealing with the same practice. We're all dealing with the same kinds of issues around eking out the best life that we can. It's not easy. I don't think it should be easy. And there's that whole element, too, of embracing that struggle and, and getting the feeling of being alive from that struggle. So listen to these people. These are four amazing people. I just let them talk. I jumped in a few times with questions, but mostly I just wanted them to share their experience with small stepping, their experience with learning really the breadth of what I talk about here. This is not breaking down things into minute little steps. This is a a philosophy of living. And I think that these four people really embody that and really communicate it well. So I hope you enjoy it. And I will do it again because it's so cool to actually hear from people, right? Okay. In the meantime, listen to this. And at the end, I'm going to jump back in. So I will, I will do that. And in the meantime, here are the four Approaching the Natural listeners and their stories. I'm Amy, and I'm from San Diego, um, and you and I have known each other since grade school, and um, about four year, four months ago, I uh, found out through family that you were doing podcast and started listening to it. Um, so the thing that I really connected with right away in your approach was um, how easy the small steps philosophy is to understand and get started with right away. Like I really um, connected with being able to do the first task and start a steps list and um, get started. But then once I actually started um, pr the practice of it, you really start to notice the subtle ways that it impacts every day. So, um, I like, like what, like, so when you came at, like, did you hear about it from my sister or what? I don't even remember. Yes. Okay. I heard about it from, um, your sister. She was visiting me and mentioned that you were doing podcast. And, um, so I started listening cause I thought that was great. It was, it and, was, what was so cool is I got an email from you and honestly, like I didn't connect. You know, because I always have known you as Amy Averill, and then now your name's Amy Riviere. And I, so I get this email, and you're like, "Hey, Sid," and you're going, "I'm going." That this sounds like she's very familiar with me, but I don't remember. Like, no, I don't know. I don't remember this person. And then it finally clicked, and I was like, "Oh, this is Ames from my from my youth," and and it was just so cool. But you really seemed to jump in quite well with the process, and I and I was it for you. 
when you jumped into this, what did you connect with in terms of your own life? Did you apply this first to food or to other stuff or, or a mixture of a few different things? Like what was your first initial in with this? Well, I think my natural inclination would have been to jump in with food. But what I liked about your approach is that you really look at um, adding, uh, looking at all areas of your life. So I tried to really, when I started my steps list initially, I really tried to look at like all different aspects where I thought that I could make improvements through my day on the day to day. So I started actually with the integrated exercise and, you know, making more time for journaling and making time to read and small things like that. And in addition to that, also looking for ways to, you know, make sure that the fridge was stocked with, with whole foods and things like that. But, um, the thing that has made the most difference and has been so surprising, I think, is that the more you work with the steps list, I think the more you, it becomes exactly the right fit. I like that you can add things in or take things out, um, and still feel like you're making progress in a forward direction. That's actually a really good point that I don't even know if I've ever brought that up before. Um, that it, it, it actually, as you progress in it, the steps list itself becomes very customizable. And I've, I know I've worked with clients who, who, you know, the, um, the one of the steps I put on with a client, and, and I've talked about this before, is that they text me first thing in the morning and, and then last thing at night. And that generally works. But for you know, a couple clients have been like, I don't really want to do that, but I want to do this instead. And then and, and there's that very cool, like I want I want to evolve and I want to change, but I also want to make sure it fits for me where I'm at in the process now. And I think that there's a certain freedom of that, I think that you've locked on to. Yeah, I think that, you know, it becomes almost like a creative process in a way because I think you're at least what I thought would be my initial list. I started with that. And then as I tried to make that list happen every day, I would notice that, you know, I needed to adjust something or take something out. And sometimes it wasn't that I didn't want to do that step, but that was just too many all at one time. So I've sort of kicked those steps off onto almost like a waiting list. <laughs> for maybe down the line. But I know you've mentioned on the podcast before, too, that it's really surprising once you start the practice, how often autopilot takes over. And I have found that often just remembering to do the step is harder than doing the actual step. I, yeah, that's come up a, th a thousand times. And that step could be literally a 15 second step, but it's, you know, people exactly. go, yeah, people go, I have clients all the time. I go, that's easy, but they miss, they, I've had clients who have a hard time with that morning text, which is literally just writing awake. It's a, it's a, it's a five second, if that, and it's hard because it's a new thing. And like you said, like, it's really not about the step in the beginning. It's about getting something on your radar. And that's why it's so crucial to make it so easy. Because once it once you realize, okay, now I'm going to do it, you certainly don't want to have to then do a 50 minute or, a, you know, an hour step. It's nice to be like, okay, well, at least it's a 10 second thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's exactly it. And, what, and were, what were the struggles, you know, early on with you, you know, what would you say are your main stressors that made that are playing into your you know, not maybe being at the level of health where you want to be or, or what is that? Like, what are your general stressors? Um, for me, the biggest stressor actually is that my schedule is so inconsistent and erratic day to day. You know, I'm married, I have two kids and I have three, you know, two school schedules and my husband's work schedule that I'm juggling all the time. So oftentimes if I were to embark on a bigger program, like a workout set program or a, a diet type program, it would just become, it became impossible for me to sort of make that fit into my schedule because it's not predictable enough. So I would feel like I was jamming this huge program sort of on top of my schedule. Whereas when I, um, have used the steps, small steps, I find that it's almost like it works like a foundation under my regular day. And so I really like that you can, um, that I can do the other crazy things I need to do and sort of in whatever order. 
and still at the end of the day feel like, oh, but at the same time, I was able to fit my steps in and make, you know, adjust the timing of them or attach them to something else in my routine that I do, even though it's not maybe at the same time every day. And so that has been a huge help for me. I love the I love love what you said about the diets and things being on top of and this is laying underneath. That's I never heard that before and I that's a absolutely brilliant way to frame that because it is sort of a foundation of this kind of thing and I'm assuming from what you said you have d tried diets in the past because I never asked you. Yes. Yes, definitely. And repeat like repeatedly kind of things? Yes. And, yes. and with short-term success or, or you would not finish them because they were a nightmare or like what, what's been kind of your experience with that? Well, I think, um, yeah, often I would just find that even though the concept was great, like I feel like I always take away something helpful, but at the same time from each program or workout program, but um, it's usually so convoluted with, you know, so many shopping lists and so much meal prep. And I, you know, as you've said, you know, I'm not interested in spending tons of time looking for new recipes and spending 50 hours, you know, in the grocery store, in the kitchen. So, um, I feel like I've always taken things that are helpful away from different programs, but they're not sustainable long-term in terms of making them work for me, but also making them work for my family who, you know, isn't, doesn't need to, or are interested in necessarily following along with some crazy program. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, that happens like, you know, some, sometimes when at least, especially with parents, sometimes if, if one of them goes on a diet, it's sort of like reluctantly the, the, the family gets pulled along, you know, and it's like, you're, you're in yeah. it with me. And, and but, I mean, <laughs> yes, my family doesn't really get pulled along, but it means that you, and I end up sort of doing a separate thing. Whereas what I've ended up doing with my small steps list, um, is instead of focusing, I mean, I've personally decided to focus more on like getting down a breakfast routine and a lunch routine for myself, which I are the meals I have more flexibility over at least for now. And then, um, but for, in terms of steps, focusing on doing more sort of bulk prep of, healthy food, like chopping up tons of cucumbers or chopping up tons of vegetables and just putting them in the fridge and having them available. And my whole family is happy to, you know, use those things that are in the fridge. But at the same time, I can use those as a base for whatever other meal I want to make and still feel like there's some flexibility there so that I can do the things I want to do. And at the same time, not make my family routine more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah. And I, you know, what I hear immediately, what pops out to me is just the workaround that you figured out, which is okay, for now, I'm going to do the breakfast and lunch because I have the most flexibility. And to me, that's such a, a gargantuan issue that's so much more important than the actual what you're talking about, which is food. It's that you're, you're looking at your life and saying, where can I fit this in? What works for me to, to create minimal stress? To me, that's the hugest win that will eventually lead to maybe weight loss if that's what you're looking for. But in initially, like the fact that you're even asking, like, what can I do? Where is my – you're looking at your schedule. You're looking at your life and you're making immediate changes because you – I talked to a guy – um, early you, people, other people will hear in the same episode, an interview with a guy who's been listening to the podcast for since episode six, you know, like three and a half years, and he's doing it phenomenally well too. You're four months in, this is nothing. You're just getting into this whole thing. And you've really done an incredible job from the stuff that you told me in emails, which is why I asked you to come on here. Cause it's, it's like, you really are embracing it. And, and I think you understand the long-term nature of this. Because if, if you didn't, you'd be like, I've changed every single meal right away, you know, but you're not doing that. I think that that's an excellent, I think you're doing really, really well with that. You know what I mean? Thanks. Well, yeah, that's actually something that I really like about it as well. You know, one of the other things that I've been doing is sort of um, because we've moved a lot. So we're always, I always feel like we're packing up and resettling. And, um, so one of the things that I've been doing in my steps is just trying to focus on one, like going through one small area and just like reorganizing that. 
And but and so it seems like such a small thing. But over the last three, four months, then all of a sudden I realized, wow, this whole section of my house is super organized and, you know, every all clutter, whatever is we got, I was able to get rid of it. And so over time, it just all of you start, I start to see, you know, the results of using the, my list in all different areas, whether it's, oh, I finished a book I wanted to read or, you know, small things that I just appreciate that even though it's long term, that the subtle um, nature of the process, um, you start to see results. And it's really surprising to me, I guess, in the reverse way that you have habits that are sort of on autopilot it sort of catches me off guard when I, you know, go to do something and it's complete, that part of the room or house is just completely set up. Yeah. And I, and I think that, um, you know, we, we, we sort of like skate over those things sometimes when we're not engaged in that way. And I, and I think the hard, the hard argument I make is that, that, that kind of experience is exactly what directly relates to things like weight loss. And it's, it's a weird jump of chess moves of like eight moves ahead. But when you do that and you have that good feeling and that's less stress, less frustration, less irritability, and the empowerment that you have experienced knowing that you're getting things together in your life, that's what leads you down the line later to make the changes that you want to make in, in the particulars of maybe exercise and food. And I think you're starting to, to see the good feeling that comes along with it starting at day one, even though scale weight might not be for a year, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I've found even using integrated exercise has been so great because I've been able to do that almost every single day. And even though, you know, if I'm going to do something longer, I love to use a treadmill, I can't always fit in a big block of time. So it's been really great to be able to use the treadmill on the days I can and then but always have the integrated exercise as a backup on days that are a little crazier or I'm not at home at all. That's awesome. I, so, so what I've asked other other guests that I had on this on this episode is if if and you're actually one of these people, so it's hard. You know, if you if you might have a hard time answering, but I've said to to advise. What would you advise somebody who's just come to this and is just saying, "Well, maybe I'm going to give this a try"? What would you tell them to do right out of the shoot? Um, I would say to well, I found doing the first task super helpful, and. Um, then making a steps list from there that you think are the steps that you would need, but then expect that you're probably going to have to adjust that steps list several times over at least the first month, probably. I mean, I'm still adjusting it, but to expect that you're not going to be able to make a list and just do that list forever, that I find that being, knowing that adjusting your list is part of the process mm-hmm. um, and makes the process better, actually. And have you had, and, have you had hard time being – was that a struggle for you to be adaptive in that way? Yes. Adaptable, because, rather? Yes, because I would, like, get a program and, and start a program and just feel like I had to do all of it perfectly or it would, you know, just – I, I found myself that I, if I would just keep starting over and then I wouldn't progress enough to feel like I was making a sustainable difference for myself. And now that's changed for you. Yes. Okay. That's yes, because I can, you know, increase squats or the time in plank or use, I have stairs in my home that I use. And so it's, it's really nice to be able to feel like you're making incremental progress forward and that's the goal instead of you know I've heard you talk often on your podcast about doing a program and being done in 21 days but it's it's really most of them are so massive it's not a realistic sustainable thing necessarily yeah I couldn't agree more well you you're doing incredibly well and I and I uh, one thing I'm just grateful for, which is one of the cool things about technology, is that I, you know, we're we're 
con- we're connecting again. It's been a year. I was trying to, before we started recording, I was trying to think of when I saw you last. I think it's probably in 20 years or more and, <laughs> uh, and haven't even talked to you in that time. And so it's very cool to reconnect with you. And I guess my last important question that probably my listeners will want to know was when, when you knew me in second grade, would you have said I was like a seven or a 10 on a scale, like in terms of handsomeness, just in general, what, what number would you give me on one to 10? Um, let's see, I'd say probably a 9.99. A nine, nice. Was it the, was it the glasses or the super curly blonde hair? What, what, what was it? What, what did it for you back then? Yeah, definitely the glasses. Nice. Yes. That was always a selling point. And it, what a, what a great selection of kids glasses they had back then in the seventies. Anyway. For sure. And yeah. out. Yes. Yeah. Well, it was so nice to chat with you again. And I, and I, I'm again, thanks for coming on. And I think definitely the, the, you know, approaching the natural listeners are going to get something from this because we're all in it together. As I said, when we started that we're all in the same practice and, and whether what level somebody is, whatever level, I don't even know what levels that even means. And it doesn't really matter. It's just that we're all trying to, to eke out a good life and especially for us and our families. And so I think you're doing a phenomenal job and I hope that you keep in touch. Thank you. Thanks so much, Sid. All right. Thanks, James. Your podcast, too, and your YouTube channel. Oh, thank you. It's my, it's my pleasure. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, uh, the, the introduction will be, I'm John. I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh, as of today, as of when we're recording this, I have 25 years in the military, and I'll be retiring April 4th. I uh, came into the U.S. Coast Guard when I was 19. Uh, long, long, long story. Him and Todd been all over the place from Ohio to Alaska to Virginia, stuff like that. Uh, but moving up more recent times, how I came to you is I found you through my brother, uh, had your book. And so I read your book, and he mentioned that you had a podcast. Uh, I don't know if you had one or you were coming out with one. I think you had one, because I think I found you on episode six. Okay, wow. Wow, really? Yeah, I think that was the first one I listened to is episode six. And, of course, I went back to episode one and listened to one through five. But I think that was the first one, and I've been listening to you ever since. I'll be darned. And also follow you on... uh, your YouTube channel, I've seen every video as well. Wow, cool. So now I follow you on Strava. Do you think, uh, I, I think my opinion is that after episode six, uh, it's all gone downhill since then. It really went downhill. <laughs> episode, episode one was the best. That was one where yeah, I think your it's mic a, didn't work. You didn't know how to use your mic. Yeah. like how I don't know how to use the Skype. Yeah. And like my daughter said, don't call it the Skype. The Skype. That was your first mistake is the language. Yeah, exactly. That's what we, we battle with. No, people don't know that we spent 10 minutes trying to figure out Skype to just start this interview. <laughs> That's exactly right. You're not supposed to add the word the in front of things and it doesn't make it cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Anyways, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> oh, no, that's all right. Uh, so, so then I found you and small steps for me was very, very interesting journey. I think I probably started out like a lot of people and said, Oh, small steps liked it. It worked for me. Uh, being in the military, it's very, it's just weird. Some units are like uh, fitness, 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 eat chicken fried steak. And you'll eat this at this time. And this at this time is very well militant. Uh, and so then I found small steps and I know I digress here a little bit, but I'm like, okay, well, how can I apply this? And so kind of, I focused 100% on food, uh-huh. you know, I, I took your small steps and I'm like, I'm going to drink water here and I hundred percent food. And I bet you, I did that for about a year wow. and I increased steps and decreased steps and, uh, went vegan, total plant-based, and then didn't, and then did, back and forth. And finally, I think I got so frustrated, I'm like, you know what we're going to do? I am no longer a food small stepper. I'm a life small stepper. Let's try a different route. So I so I think we're, what are we going on, three years now? Since uh-huh. episode six, something like that? Yeah, it's, it's over three years, and yeah. Now I am completely well now i'm going back to food but for two years completely food was off the table now i added some things with small steps you know added water added added some things but really didn't even focus on food at all uh-huh. i 100 actually focused on my family life 
I focused on my job because military takes away everything. Um, at least for me, it did. The, what I did in the military and all of that stuff, it took away all of that stuff for me. So I focused on family and, and relationships and basically being a, a parent. Uh, and, and so that's, I started small step with that. And for years and years, or well, for years and years, for a year, I started really focusing on that. And I really took a look at um, the, the who I am. I am an outdoorsman. I do love animals. Uh-huh. I'm, you might, I don't know if you know this guy, but a guy named Marty Stauffer, wild America, big beard, cut from Colorado. He's like the first outdoorsman. Uh-huh. And uh, I said, I am Marty Stauffer. I want to be a wildlife cinematographer. But over the years, I had become a hunter, uh, military, all of these things. And one day I stopped and I looked at my list and I said, well, I'm not militant and I don't want to hunt. Uh-huh. That's just what I did. You know, when I joined the military when I was 19, long, long story short, to basically escape some craziness, I joined the military and I completely lost track over the last 25 years of who I was. And my list in small steps, it started going again. I started going back. I started looking for other jobs. I started searching. And now, look, I, I retire. My family life has never been better. Camping, I'm a great father, great husband, getting ready to be a civilian. And now I'm going to start focusing on food. But like you had mentioned, oddly, I have lost weight. And I, now that I'm, I'm starting to run again, and I run because I want to run, not because the military says, well, you have to have a BMI of this and you must be within this weight standard as of April 1. I'm running because it's actually fun. I get to like look outside at birds and, and stuff. So that's in a nutshell. I know I've kind of rambled and rambled a little bit, but. Well, not at uh, all. I mean, it, it's, I, <clears throat> well, I can't even comment. It's, it's exactly, you basically figured out where you were going to hit. You hit it and you set up a foundation because I think maybe I'm just guessing, but correct me if I'm wrong, but food probably seemed like the thing. And I think you realized actually food's not the thing. You got all the other stuff in place via the small steps. And now you're like in a good place to tackle food. It's the right time for you to do that. And I think that's an incredible, I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. It's perfect. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I did think it was all about food because, you know, I'm constantly, I have to do 20 push-ups and 20 pull-ups at this day, by this time. So it was all about food and all about just working out as hard as I can to to meet the mark of the military and then go about. But in reality, it wasn't about that at all. I mean, it's funny, and and I'm very happy that I did the military, and I love it. I'm very proud that I served. But it isn't me to the core, uh-huh. you know. The funny story is I, is I used to be an avid hunter, um, and I started that when I joined the military. And I went hunting this year, and I'm sitting there in the woods in camouflage, have my rifle. I'm all I'm all set to go, and nothing's happening. So I grab my phone. And I'm looking down at my phone. I'm actually going over my small steps list, and uh-huh. I'm re- and I'm reviewing because it was a beautiful day in the woods. I'm kind of reviewing where I'm at and what I'm doing in my list, and then a bear walks out. It's bear season, right? right? So I'm like, excellent, here we go. I'm looking at my phone, and it said, I am a wildlife cinematographer. And I'm looking at the bear, looking at my gun, and I set my gun down. I said, that isn't me anymore. That's not, that's not who I ever was. I'll be darned. set the gun down. I watched it for about 30, 35 minutes, and it just sat there, and it, you know, it almost choked me up because yeah, yeah. I've been hunter forever and ever and i had such a good time just watching that bear play like i have never observed an animal you know i've just been a hunter right and i observed it and it it played and it ate and it did its thing and it went about its business and i felt absolutely awesome and have a hundred cents i mean i go to the woods go with my friends and i'm just like but that isn't me i'm gonna go and i'm gonna sit there and and enjoy it and you know, sort of get back to who I actually am. Wow, that kind of choked me up. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's an incredible story. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Um, man, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. That was, that was awesome. Um, you, you emailed me like out of the blue. We've been, we've been trading emails for a good part of a like over a year at least, or a couple years, right. wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say almost, almost two years now. I think, I think I emailed you 
around episode 20. I think mm. I might have had a question or something. So that early, yeah. Yeah, and you had made a mention of me in the podcast because I made my little girl listen to it 75,000 times, let her know that I'm cooler than her because I'm on the internet and, the, <laughs> and I'm on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyway, well, that's, that's, that's incredible. Is there something you would tell somebody new to this idea that now, because you've been doing this a while and you've seen that it's changed or, or that you've been able to change your life via this because it really is you, um, but what would you say to somebody who's just kind of new to this and what what's it about and what, what they could do maybe to, to kind of get into it the way you did? Oh, oh, that's a good question. I would just tell somebody to not focus on anything, but focus on anything you want or everything. Small steps can be as simple as, do I want to wear wool or do I want to wear synthetic fiber? Uh, do I... Do I want to work in my job or do I want to change jobs or, or like for me hunting or it, food was so not even remotely part of the equation. Yes, I ate horrible. Yes, I, I'm, I'm focusing on that now, but that wasn't the root cause. That wasn't anything that had to do with anything. Right. So to answer your question, I would just say, just take it, just keep it simple, keep it simple and the small steps truly is the thing. Write down everything and review it a lot, but you don't have to tackle it all. You can have a list of one thing. You can have a list of 100 things that, you know, I am healthy, I am this, I am that. And just focus on one that fits your life right now. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe the food doesn't. Maybe it's not hunting. Maybe it's not job. Maybe it's something simple. I just, I want to watch more movies with my family. Mm -hmm. Something simple. And it really just kind of, it really goes quickly and it really begins to escalate and, and it really is a great, great, great way. So I would just say, keep it simple and just focus on what you can focus on at the time. I love it. Okay, John. Well, I really, really appreciate you taking time off your weekend and, um, to, to talk to, to me, but really to the other listeners of this podcast. I think it really helpful. The last time I did this, I got a lot of good feedback and I think it really helped people to hear real people doing this exact thing. I mean, I do it myself too, but I think it's good to get other perspectives and um, congratulations on your retirement and thanks for your service. And I, I wish you all the best, but I know we'll keep in touch. So it's no big deal, but hopefully we'll meet in person someday. We will. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, John. You're welcome. I appreciate it. So my name is Brian. Um, I live in Bahrain, which is uh, next to Saudi Arabia on the east side of that. Um, I got into uh, the small steps sort of uh, through the No Meat Athlete and listening to that. And then uh, I heard uh, Sid, you were on one of the guests that was there. And so I thought, oh, I'll uh, listen to that podcast. And so um, sort of been doing that for about six months. Um, and I, I've... Uh, I guess during that time I was uh, losing some weight, so I um, slowly started implementing different changes to my diet and um, was slowly losing weight. So I've uh, lost about 40 pounds um, and just sort of gone through that sort of process of, um, you know, having smoothies in the morning um, and just, yeah, improving my diet slowly. Um, one of the nice things about the small steps that I found was uh, – not to beat myself up. So if there was a bad moment, it wasn't such a horrible, um, like, Oh, what have I done? And then, you know, you have the secondary guilt as well as yeah. the horrible feeling of, <laughs> you know, like overeating or stuff like that. Right. Um, so, um, yeah, that, that's probably been one of the, you know, the me, not me game has, uh, definitely been beneficial in terms of making this more possible and, um, realizing that sort of the, healthy is part of it, but so is happiness. Um, mm -hmm. so it's, it's not going to be a, a horrible, um, experience, um, giving up everything and those sort of things. Yeah. And, and um, was, was weight the primary driver in terms of you saying, I want to change things in my life? Um, yeah, yes and no. I, I, um, started exercising as well and I just kind of really enjoyed the benefits of that. Uh -huh. So uh, it was kind of, you know, the mixture of, Oh, I really want to perform it uh, my, my peak sort of, uh, abilities. And then, um, you know, losing weight tends to come out of the kitchen a lot easier than it does 
effort on on the track or whatever it yeah might be, I, t- so. I totally agree and and do, do, am i led to believe you've lost 40 pounds in six months or was this a longer no it, it was about 18 months okay. um but i sort of got the the small steps I, I would have said i probably was doing some of the small step stuff uh before mm-hmm. um and so uh the podcast sort of resonated with um my thinking already gotcha um, yeah and yeah, it, it's sort of, you know, it's like you need permission sometimes, um, for whatever reason, and that's hard to give yourself. So, uh, it just validates, um, you know, what you do, uh, validates a lot of what I do. So, yeah. I, I've had um, that happen a few times and, and, and that's happened with me even just recently, but, um, you know, people like I've been, I've been kind of thinking about this and kind of doing this anyway. And then it's, it gets like solidified when they hear, there's a name to it and, the, and a philosophy behind it. And then they're just, they're done waffling. You know, they're like, yeah, I'm going this way, you know, cause it's the tension of like, I feel like this is the right thing for me to approach my life this way, but everybody else is doing diets and everybody else is on training plans. And so there's that tension there that's kind of relieved when they go, Oh, this is, this is a thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, definitely. And I mean, uh, just having you talk about the people around me, um, not always being supportive. Um, really helped to sort of recognize the, um, the struggle that other people have of, Oh, how did you do this? Oh, I don't like that change or, um, those sort of things. So, yeah. yeah can um, you talk, can you talk a little bit more about that? Cause I know that we've traded emails about that in the past. Like what is, what's going on there? Um, so, uh, I, my in-laws, uh, live fairly close to me. Um, and so my father-in-law really likes to cook, um, which is great. Um, and before, uh, I sort of went um, more down the plant-based um, run. I uh, was a piscatarian mostly, so pretty much every meal he cooked, I had fish. So now, um, if I go over, it's you know, oh, so what fish are we gonna get? And I mean, it kind of becomes big, you know, like you have to do this. And so it, it it's just helpful to kind of say, no, I, I'm I just want to have you know be veggie today, and you know, it's nothing to do with the cooking or anything like that. It's just just for me and um yeah it's it's made a lot smoother other um rather than making it like no i I don't want your fish it's you know no i just want the veggies and um sort of yeah uh just monitoring uh the reactions um yeah and i think you i think from what uh, one email i believe was you know, that you stopped pressuring yourself to, to have, you know, that you realize it was a once in a while thing also, and that it made your transition a little bit smoother for you. Like, again, removing sort of the guilt of having to do it overnight. And, and so, so you're still, I'm assuming you're still sort of in that, in that run. Yeah. The, the transition's still happening right. um, for sure. So, um, but now it's like, you know, once every two weeks or, you know, it's kind of, it kind of spreads out and, um, I find I don't miss it a whole lot now. Um, like I did kind of to start or however you want to say that. So, yeah, but you've taken it um, easy on yourself. I think from what the email you sent me early on, there was like, a, you had, a, there was a, pr- I could sense a pressure, you know, of this, like you want to make this change, but then there's familial pressure that ha- you trust me. You're not the first person to ever tell me that uh, most people do, you know, cause it's, I've talked about a little bit of like when somebody changes themselves, that does create a, an upset in, in everybody's you know, get, they, 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 they know who Brian is. And, and when that changes, it kind of messes with them. And so the easier you make that change on yourself, it seems like it's easy, making it easier on everybody else. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think taking that pressure off was, uh, definitely a key. Um, yeah. And, it, it, and you don't have to be perfect. I think that's the big, um, the big takeaway I had. Cause it, you know, um, it's easy to go, Oh, I didn't do that. And then, um, once you don't do the one thing right, like, you know, you, you have ice cream or whatever it might be. And then it's, oh, well, I'll just eat the whole tub because I've already done it. And, uh-huh. uh, so, yeah, no, I've, that, that's uh, taking that pressure off has really helped um, sort of with that. Um, awesome. What would you tell? I, I asked uh, not everybody for this episode, but I did ask the person I talked to last time. But what would you tell somebody who who maybe is just new to this kind of thinking or new to this giving this try uh, this a shot? What would you say to somebody who's like new to this? Um, so that's a tough question, Sid. Um, <laughs> Put you on the spot. That's why I come to you. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I guess I would say uh, 
make a small change that uh, you you know you, you focus on, and um, it, it's a lot like a progression. So um, even a small change that you can kind of make the habit, and then the next small change that goes with that, um, that that makes a big difference, and take the pressure off so that if it doesn't have to be such a strict like a diet tends to be a uh, this is a hundred percent what I do versus oh this is the small thing and then it just builds up to um, so much more over time that you know um, I don't really recognize my kitchen anymore when I think about what it started as and now what it sort of is or um, yeah just my daily habits as well well, I think you answered that perfectly for 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 a guy who thought he was getting thrown a loop. You nailed it. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that was great. Surprise question. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nailed it. Um, anyway, well, good. Um, well, I I appreciate your time, and I know there's a a pretty big time change between between where we are. But um, like I told you before we started the actual uh, interview, people really appreciate hearing other people's experiences. I think yours is 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 excellent. I think you're um doing it the right way and I can't I can't even advise to comment or, or advise on changing because you're, you're you're doing what you need to do and you're taking care of yourself in a very cool way so it's very inspiring and I, and I just appreciate you taking the time to to talk about it with me no it's my pleasure I mean I, I really appreciate everything that you do and uh what you put into the podcast and everything else so um yeah no right. kudos to you right on well thanks Brian and and we'll hopefully we'll we'll trade emails soon okay yeah, perfect. All right, thanks. Stephanie, I thank, I thank you for being here. You're welcome. And it's good to see you, literally see you right now on the Skype again, which is nice. And uh, yeah. it's been a while. And you've been, we've stayed in touch since our work together. Mm-hmm. And I thought you would be a great candidate to come on and just talk about the, you know, because we only worked together for a month. And, and, and I remember meeting you and your husband, I don't even know how long, how long before that. We, when oh. was it when we originally met? It was a few years before that. I, yeah. You were at the Stanford Inn. Yeah. I don't even remember when it was. I just know we had one dog. So it had to be like five years ago or more, maybe. Okay. And then we all of a sudden you said, let's do this. And we went the process. And I just want other listeners to hear, you know, how that, how it's going for you because it's not an ending kind of thing. I think you're a really good prime uh, example of how it isn't a, an end date type of deal. So can you expand on that idea? Yeah, so I think um one of the one of the more surprising components of when we worked together was that I kind of was thinking it would be more of a nutrition uh thing. I kind of like wanted somebody just tell me what to eat and what not to eat and and that would just solve my problem. And I think the direction we went was more addressing my um addressing things like stress and the pressure I put on myself or uh, the way I kind of would beat myself up for eating sugar or, in fact, I think that was kind of what I wanted to um, address was like, I don't want to eat sugar anymore. Tell me how to do that. And so we started looking at, you know, the idea that when I eat something that I considered at that time, like a bad food, that I would end up piling more guilt on myself, which in turn would cause stress, which in turn would cause physical things like sugar cravings. And um, it was like this self-perpetuating cycle of guilt. And what I what I learned from, um, or what I feel like I discovered from working together was well, for one thing, stress is just part of life. And so there is going to be stress and I can minimize it by not having these constructions about what a good or a bad food is. But instead, if I eat something um, or, or at the time, like today, I feel pretty balanced around this stuff. But back then when I was first learning kind of about small stepping and stuff, if I eat something that I considered bad, rather than adding stress, I could add, um, you know, something alkalinizing like lemon water or, um, you know, just add a, a good thought or idea that, you know what, it's okay. I, it, it, there's nothing wrong with eating that. It's not what I'm eating all the time. My most of the time diet is pretty good. And so adding a salad or maybe adding a little bit of extra salad or 
um, yeah, just take trying to minimize that stress was huge. And definitely not what I thought I was signing up for, but like one of the biggest benefits that I got from us working together. Yeah. And I remember um, just, well, first of all, I want to just commend you. What you said was you corrected yourself. You said what I learned and then you corrected it, said what I discovered. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, like I'm not a psychologist, but I think in when we look at when we spend that month together and when people, you know, who are not working with me, but are trying this out, dive into it, it is enough attention where sometimes things do come up. And I think that that, that you've been really good because I've stayed in touch with you and I've, you know, I follow you on Instagram and I see kind of what's going on and, and I think you're doing phenomenally well. And I wouldn't say because you've reached some scale weight, I can just tell the way that you are approaching your life. And I, and I think that's, that's a huge, uh, that's a, a really good, I think your overall stress level, because you're busy like me, you know, and, and so I think you're managing that a lot better, but you tell me if you agree with that. Totally. So that's another, um, like time management is another huge thing that I apply your work to my life today, which is, you know, right now I have a couple of work projects going on, plus like my actual day job, um, plus balancing all the other things we balance in life. And to know that instead of taking on the responsibility of um, this overwhelming amount of work, that even if I put in 10 minutes a day, it's so much more fulfilling for me because it doesn't come with this load of stress and anxiety and overwhelm. And so that doing small steps, like maybe for, um, for meditation, that was a huge help, you know, just taking a deep breath in the middle of the day. I don't have to excuse myself for an hour meditation practice. I could just take a deep breath. I could reset and feel pretty good about that. Um, and seeing research on how, beneficial deep breaths are each one I take I know how good it is for my body and my mind Um, but for my work just knowing that I don't have to do it perfectly I can do a little bit and feel really good about it rather than doing a whole lot of it and feeling really crappy about it and feeling overwhelmed Um, yeah yeah I think that's I you know it just reminded reminded me it's been a while since we worked together but I remember there was a few times because I usually text clients like deep breath. And there was a few times where you were like, oh, that was perfect timing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and sometimes that'll happen with clients where I'll just throw them a deep breath text. And I just happen to catch them at at, like the right, perfect, right moment. And all that means to me is not that I have some sixth sense about it. I just think we need more deep breaths throughout the day. And there's a pretty good chance I'm going to catch somebody in a time they actually need a deep breath because we just all need more of them, (laughs) you know, more moments. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not just, it's not just. Um, taking a break. It's not just taking a five second break from whatever we're in the middle of. It's like that deep breath just puts me back in this space where I can actually see what I'm doing to myself in that moment. You know, it's, it's like, okay, it's a deep breath. It's a sigh, but it's also time for me to say, oh, look, Stephanie's like in the middle of this hurricane that she's kind of created for herself. (laughs) And I can just, um, I can just have this different outlook on my experience in that moment. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Well, um, I mean, that's why. Thank you, and I and I appreciate that. And I told you when we, you know, when I emailed you that you know people got I got a lot of great feedback from my hundredth episode, and 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 I wanted to bring back people on that are listeners and or people I've worked with who would be willing to share what they're going through because um, it's been, your story has been very inspiring. I love um, just hearing, I just, you've been doing great and I watch it and go, this is great. You know, it's, it's inspiring for me just personally. Cause I'm in, as you know, I'm in my own practice with this, you know? So it's always yeah. good when we sort of all link up and go, we're all in it guys. You know, like there's, nobody's like uh, the end game perfection of it. It's we're all kind of at our own different levels of the same process. So anyway, if there, is there anything you want to add? Um, you know, one thing that just occurred to me just as you were talking is also my approach to exercise Mm -hmm. and how, wow, what a difference. I feel like such a great athlete today. And I think it's because of you (laughs) and not because I'm trying to do ultra marathons. I'm not even a runner like you are, but because I, I can go do like a 10 mile bike ride and feel really good about it because I just got out there and did a little something today 
Yeah. And, um, you know, that's kind of repeating what I've already said, but just applying it to exercise. I think some of us get so manic, especially aspiring athletes like uh-huh. me, like we get so manic about it and just taking the pressure off and just doing what we can and keeping it fun. It's yeah. just life is so much more enjoyable. So thank uh, you so, so much. Oh, it's so good to hear. And I, and, and thank you. And I think people are going to get a lot out of your story and, um, so you're awesome. And so let's keep in touch. And I look forward to seeing all the, all the cool new things you're doing and good luck with your book. I know you told me you're working on a book, so we're, we're in, awesome. we're, we're in that together. Yes. All right. Thanks a <laughs> Thank lot, you, Steph. Ben. All right. Bye. All right, you guys, what do you think? Huh? Four awesome people. And thanks to them so much for coming on and giving me their time and giving you guys their time to 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 explain and 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 share what what they're going through. So very very cool. Um, you guys are awesome. Listen, couple just quick things again. If you I didn't mention social media in the beginning because I'm just I'm losing I'm just just losing interest. It's just every day. It's just a little bit more interest comes just draining out of my body. And that's just grossed me out. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit at that image of social media coming out of my body. However, if you are so inclined still, Sid Garza Hillman on virtually anything that I'm on, it's Sid Garza Hillman. Okay, but you can also go to my website and, and, and you can find direct links to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, my, my favorite, Strava, YouTube. That's the thing. Oh, I have to thank everybody. I chopped a thousand subscribers. Finally, can you believe? You guys are so awesome. Thank you for that, and and please spread the word about the YouTube channel. But I'm I'm over a thousand subscribers. I was just like Jiminy Christmas. What does it take to freaking cross that bridge? And I crossed it. In the meantime, if you have any questions or anything, I love hearing from listeners like you. So podcast at sidgarzahillman.com is how you shoot me an email. I will return it. I return every email. I'm in deep, deep on my book writing. My emailing has been not as uh, as uh, punctual. I'll put it that way. So if you've emailed me and you're waiting for one, please just be a little bit patient. I promise you, you will get a response. I swear it will happen. It just may not be like right away because I gotta. I want to devote some good time to it. But in the meantime, my brain is is squarely in the book realm. All right, you guys. I will be back next week for a let's just say more regular. No fiber pun intended. A more regular episode of Approaching the Natural Podcast. I will bring you again my thoughts, perspectives, conversations, and, and in hopes that we all are helped to live better for us, for our families, for our friends, everybody. We are we're struggling, but it's good. It's fine. We're going to get through it. But the more attention we can pay to our lives and the lives we want to live and, and the lives of our loved ones, the better. Can we just at least agree on that? Good. All right, you guys. I'll be back next week. Thank you to everybody for your support with iTunes reviews, Amazon reviews, and of course, donations, all that kind of stuff. It's awesome. All right. Take care of yourselves. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Good. You just made a verbal contract that you're going to take care of yourself this week. Right on. I'm feeling good. I'll be back next week, you guys. Be well. When you sleep. Sleep on broken sleep. Fall to a place where all is sweet Slowly drifting there And when you dream Dream of simple things And when you
Wake to a sky that is almost blue Two wishes that always come true So sadness will not look on you Always be what you want me to be. 